Cal, good morning. Hey, how are you, Jeff? I am doing so good. You know, I have such admiration for you. I mean, for someone to go from Harold and Kumar goes to White Castle to White House, Obama's staff member, I always said to myself, I'm a political junkie. So I'm like, God, I would love to talk to him someday. Oh, man, well, so I'm glad we're talking. Thank you. This is a thrill. This is a thrill for me. It really is. Thank you. Uh, well, your new series, Cal Penn Approves This Message, your new series explores issues relevant to millennials and Generation Z voters, empowering them to vote. I'm Generation X, so how apart are we with the issues with the younger generation? Uh, so I don't think we're that far apart. I think what we wanted to do was create a show that was uplifting and funny. Um, and my two models in my head were, you know, I love The Daily Show. It's really fun. Uh, and I really love CBS Sunday Morning because I have an old man heart. Uh, and we wanted to combine the two. We wanted to make a show that instead of reacting to the 24-hour news cycle, talked about particular issues, right? And I think young people care about the same issues everybody else cares about. Uh, it's just that they unfortunately often get pandered to. And people are like, oh, we just need to talk to them for, for a week leading up to the election. It's like, no, constant engagement. Look at, look at how much they're participating in our, in our democracy in so many different ways. And so we decided each episode that we had was going to be one particular issue. Uh, you know, it ranges from education to climate change to jobs in the economy to the right to vote um, in a nonpartisan way. And we wanted to just, A, make people laugh, B, do a deep dive on particular issues. And the outcome of that, we hope, is that people will uh, do the research on who's running for which office in their community and get out there and vote. And, you know, the future of our democracy is in, you know, the younger generation and teaching them how to be an American. When I was a kid, we had civics class. Yeah. They taught you how to be American. That doesn't happen anymore. So I think your series fills that void. We're hoping that it fills that void. You know, one of the things that we, we only shoot about a week in advance uh, for our episodes, but one of the things that I'm really excited to talk to our guests about um, is how that happens. You know, when and I, some, some of them are real experts in their fields. And I, I just want to know, like, when do you, when is voting more effective? When is protesting more effective? I assume the answer is you have to do both, but I wanna know the context. Like for some of these older folks who've been really been through it um, on, on all sides of the political spectrum, what's the advice they have to offer? I just, I'm, I'm, I feel like right now we're so, you know, everything's on our phones. It sometimes feels really good to tweet something nasty at somebody, but that doesn't actually move the needle in a democracy that's designed to move slowly. So that, that's another thing we're hoping to achieve with our show. And I've had friends my whole life, Cal, um, who think voting is a waste of time. And I've never missed an election of any kind, starting with Ronald Reagan when I was 18. Of course, my family's super conservative. I'm the raging liberal, the black sheep in the family. Uh, but I've voted my whole life. I've never missed from the lowly civil, uh, you know, city council member to a judge. I've never missed a vote. I'm so proud of that record. But is it improving with the next generation? Are they voting more? Yeah, it seems like they are. I mean, look, the, the, um, it's, it's tough to compare youth vote blocks so unlike other voting blocs, right, Latinos, African-Americans, Irish-Americans, whatever you have, but between four-year periods, it's a relatively finite group. You always have new voters. They're expanding the electorate. People are registering for the first time. But that block is the same block. Young voters age into and out of the demographic. So it's never the same actual group of humans that we're talking about. It's just a trend that's between generations. So it's a little tougher. But all the evidence is yes. I mean, 2018 had the highest youth vote turnout in decades. Um, the two presidential elections before that, similar thing. Uh, a lot of state and local and city council elections have huge upticks in youth vote. So we're definitely seeing it. Um, and I think that's a really positive sign. And finally today, Cal, you know, 
with all the controversy about mail-in voting, something that's so easy been done since the Civil War, when they can transfer tens of trillions of dollars every day between banks all over the world, why can't we vote online? It just drives me crazy. Well, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not an online uh, voting expert, nor do I, I can barely operate my phone, but it's an interesting question that I hope uh, our elected officials will will adapt to. I mean, the, the, the broad answer is, why isn't voting a national holiday? Why is it not on a Sunday? I mean, even especially look, places like Vegas, people don't work the traditional schedules that they may, might work right. in other cities. So it, it may not even help if it's on a Sunday because folks are working on Sundays. So and why I think, I just say, I think not only should it be a national holiday, but election cycle should be maybe 60 days. We don't need a constant election cycle right. going on. The, the reason that it's not, it's this is not a, you know, no, nobody's hiding a conspiracy theory here. It's pretty well documented. The reason it's not is because people in positions of power would lose their jobs. We would have different elected officials. That is the case in New York City, which leans Democratic, and it's really hard to figure out what your right voting day is for your local elections. They stagger them on purpose because they want the status quo people to maintain their seats. It's also true in Republican places where they're trying to disenfranchise Democrats from voting, right? It, it happens because people in positions of power don't want to acquiesce their power. But this year in particular, there's so much of an opportunity to change that and to get out there and vote, whether it's mail-in, whether it's showing up to the polls with the right PPE on and keeping your social distancing. Um, there's more awareness, I think, this time around than there has been in previous elections, and that's a really nice thing. Callis has been a total thrill. Uh, good luck with your new show. I think it's so important. Come visit me in Las Vegas, man. We got to sit down and have a drink. Thanks. I, I got to tell you, your, your shirt, the second this camera turned on, <laughs> I was like, a martini in Vegas sounds amazing right now. I'll be waiting for you. Good luck. All right. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it.